So today is uh, first Sunday meal. I hope you're staying. If you have not made plans to stay, change your plans. Be here because I know there's plenty of food. Um, yes, there's plenty and plenty and plenty of food to eat. Uh, yes, so stay, eat with us. Um, the month of February is um, is dental health month. So that means that our items for our shoe boxes are going to be um, all kinds of flossers and uh, and little containers of floss, uh, toothbrushes. We have a few. Did we still? We have. I think there's still a few um, toothbrushes. So we had a lot of toothbrushes donated the last time, and toothbrushes don't go bad. So um, so we had. I think we were able to put two or three toothbrushes into our boxes because we had so many. So. Uh, if you, I mean, do bring toothbrushes, but keep in mind that we, we do have a few left. Uh, but flossers and that sort of thing, any kind of, um, any kind of dental hygiene products, it cannot have, it cannot be liquid. So no, no uh, um, toothpaste, thank you is the word. But now they have, which I don't know if this will work, and I, I don't know if there's only one company doing it, but I know that they have um, toothpaste tablets now that you can just pop in and uh, and wet your toothbrush and brush with that if anybody would like to look into that and see if it's cost effective then that's a, a kind of thing that uh, we could put into the box since it's tablets and not actual um, liquidy stuff so just keep that in mind bring your items bring your shoe boxes if you have some uh, bring the uh, bring some cash if you if you plan to not get out and, and buy anything and we will take care of that for you or if you're donating to pay for the, the shipping then that's great too. I got an email from them just uh, uh, this morning I think so just saying you know thanks for signing up thanks for giving and all this so they, they're really promoting it from now until the end of the year and, and just big thanks for, for all that you're doing and any other announcements we will let you know next week is um, is Valentine's Day, just as a hint, hint to all the gentlemen out there. Valentine's Day, just saying. Be here, I mean, come and celebrate the love of Jesus on Valentine's Day, and then go out and celebrate the love of your of your partner. You know, for um, for <laughs> the rest of the day. For your what? Your love of your life? Yes. The love of, oh, I said the love of your partner. I was, you know, if your husband or your wife, but, you know, just saying. Yes, the love of your life. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this past week I was listening to, um, I was watching on, on my Instagram, and I, I follow different people, and um, Elevation Worship is one of them, and they sing that song, Victory. Uh, I'm going to see a victory. We, sh we sing that in church sometimes. And... Um, it was a video of this little boy, and he was maybe two or three, and he was singing it. And um, he said, and, and you know, the song says, I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to the Lord. And he was singing for the Bible belongs to the Lord. And it was so cute. I mean, they, you know, it's just, I, I know grownups who get the words wrong. But, um, <laughs> but I think, I, you know, as I was watching it, I thought, you know, that's the reason that we have victory is because... He's the one who wrote the story. Uh, not just that the battle belongs to the Lord, because it does, and he's there, and he's, he's fighting for us and fighting with us, but, but the whole story is his. And he is the one who, who 
originated. He is the author, but he's also the finisher of our faith. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, the, the victory will belong to you because he wrote the story. Amen. Let's stand and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to have his will in this service. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, for your goodness, your mercy, your blessings and grace. God, I thank you and I praise you that you are here with us because you said in your word that where two or three are gathered in your name, we would be there in the midst of them. God, we have come here today in your name. We ask you to be here, to join us, to have your will in this place. God, that we would not try to take over, but we would surrender completely to you. Lord, there, there are those who have come in with burdens and pains and I ask you right now that you would lift them up according to your will father we just ask you that you would let us hear your word God from everything that is said and done that, that we would honor and please you Lord that you would speak to our hearts in a way that we've never received before Father God I pray that as we fellowship together we would draw closer together and closer to you God as we hear your word preached today that we would learn more and more and that we would desire you beyond what we ever have before Father God I pray that you would heal those who are hurting God lift those who have burdens and pains God I just ask that your will be be done and everything that is said and done here today we honor you we thank you we praise you in jesus name amen bless the name of jesus praise the name of jesus sing unto the king of israel i will bless the name of jesus praise the name of jesus sing unto the king of israel and give him glory 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 to his name forever glory 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 to his name bless the name of jesus Praise the name of Jesus, sing unto the King of Israel. Come and bless the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus, sing unto the King of Israel. And give him glory, glory, glory to his name forever. Glory, glory. Glory to His name. Come on and bless the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Sing unto the King of Israel. I will bless the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Sing unto the King of Israel. And give Him glory. Glory. Glory to his name forever. Glory, glory, glory to his name. Come and bless the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Sing unto the King of Israel. Come on and bless the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Sing unto the King of Israel. I'll give him glory, glory, glory to his name forever. Glory, glory, glory to 
glory. Give him glory, glory, glory to his name forever. Glory, glory, glory to his name.
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name, Lord. your 
firm foundation I will put my trust in you alone and I will not be shaken there is no one like you there is none beside you open up my eyes in wonder show me who you are and fill me with your heart and in me and your love to those around me holy there is no one like you there is none beside you open up my eyes in water show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me and your love to those around me i will build my life upon your love it is a firm There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain break every chain to break every chain break every chain break every chain you're the all-sufficient sacrifice so freely given such a price bought our redemption heaven's gates swing wide cause there is power in the name of Jesus yes there is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. 
There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up to break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. What do you need broken this morning? Because there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. We know there's power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. He can break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. And there's an army rising up. There's an army rising up there's an army rising up to break every chain break every chain break every chain because there is power in the name of Jesus there is power in the name of Jesus yes there is power in that name of Jesus he will break every chain break every chain break every chain Amen. Give him praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Cornelius Church of God. When I saw you coming in, I saw an awful lot of red. I don't know if that's a sign or if it's just a coincidence, but whatever it is, there's a whole lot of red going on this morning. It's good to see you in God's house. It's good for you folks. I'll always leave you out, but I want you to enjoy service. God's real wherever, here or there, wherever. He's real everywhere. And so just open up in home and if you if you shout a little bit, it'll be all right. Won't be no problem. We are glad to have all of you with us this morning. It's time to receive our tithe and offering for our usher will come at this time. He's even wearing red this morning. Thank you, lovely Lord Jesus. Brother Wiseman, will we say the blessing over the offering for us this morning, please.
so wonderful that toothbrushes don't go to the bad. I don't know how many years ago it was at our home that Jennifer began asking, where does it go when it goes to the bad? <laughs> but that's a phrase that we've used. Let's eat this uh, pecan pie before it goes to the bad. Let's eat this chocolate cake before it goes to the bad. I want to say that I don't know of much sweet stuff that goes to the bad around the Joiner place. Amen. Hallelujah. Good to have you in the Lord's house today. Praise God. Amen on this Super Bowl Sunday where... The Dolphins are going to beat the Redskins by three. <laughs> a different day. A different Super Bowl. <laughs> Praise God. Now to those that might be watching and those that are here. Well, are the Dolphins playing in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Hallelujah. God's good, isn't he? He's wonderful and I love him. Well, you pull for your team always. You don't let them down. When they're letting you down, you still don't let them down. You root for them. I cannot imagine having been a Browns fan 15, 20 years ago, long in there, and they've, and even even five years ago, or six years ago, one and 15, and the next year, one and 15, and they still showing up and rooting, and, 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 and this year, they were in the playoffs. Wow. Uh, you, you just got to root for your... Who was it that said it's a poor frog that won't croak for his own pond? Amen. Amen. <laughs> and amen. But God's good to us, and I love Him. I appreciate Him. He's a prayer-answering God as well. And we want to pray and see that He will help us and bless the need that you have. You have a spoken request at this time. Any with a spoken request? Yes, please. All right, yes, please. Please, amen. All right, yes, sweetheart. Mr. Bobby. All right, Lord, please. You, you would know Sister Rebecca by, 
our going to um, India and, and Joe T coming here is it's Joe T's mom. And of course he lost his dad to glory ten years ago, twelve years ago, right good little while ago, maybe twenty years ago. It's been a long time. And uh, now his mother's not doing well. She's ready to meet Jesus. God, your will's done. Is she needed more here or over there? I don't know, but he knows. Please pray for the family and all those concerned. Do you have a spoken request? Anyone else? God's good, isn't he? Lift your hand for all the unspoken needs. And would you, together with me, let's stand. And let's call on the name of the Lord here today. Glory, <laughs> glory, glory, glory to God be glory today. How great and how wonderful is our Lord. We love you. We thank you, Father, for your goodness that you've given unto us. But, Lord, we love you more than anything because we're saved by the grace of Jesus Christ and God the Father. Because of the blood shed at Calvary, that our sins are covered up. Our sins are gone. All is well. All is well with our soul. And I praise you for it, Lord. I ask you now to touch up the needs that are represented here today. Lord, Sister Reddy needs your touch. Father, you know what's going on and you know how to help. Critical, they call it up. And Lord, uh, needing the attention of God for healing to work more in this labor, uh, field of labor. Oh, Lord, or is it time to go home to be with you? Holy God, your hand upon those that are involved, the family members, uh, and those that depend upon her so greatly. Oh, hallelujah. I pray, Lord, touch that need. Uh, Lord, and Gretchen's need that she calls out for today. Hear and answer. Bless it according to your issues. Do a special work. Your will is done in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for family members. Oh, my brothers, he's mentioned. Pray for my family. Lift them up before the Lord. That they may be touched by his power. And Lord, those that might not know you as Savior, would you bring the attention of God upon their lives and the Holy Ghost deal with their hearts that they may give in to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. And for all others and family members that say, pray for my family, pray for my children, pray for my parents, pray for my loved ones, pray for my co-workers. God, I pray that you would touch this Keller today. God, would you touch this Charlene today. Lord, there's two precious saints of the church. They love you, each of them, with their whole heart. Father, they served you, oh, spotless, and kept themselves, oh, Lord. And I pray today, bring joy and rejoicing up, and bring comfort up, and strength, and build up in the most holy faith. May they hear from heaven. Oh, may they be touched by the power of God. Father, every person watching at home and those that are here that have need otherwise by lifted hands, understand, Father, what's going on in our lives. And please help. Please help. We need your help, Father. We can't make it on our own. We need you. We need your help, oh God. And I pray do it today. 
Father, as I minister your word today, may it be that that pleases you. No more, no less than that you would have me to say. Father, your will is done today in the name of Jesus. The glory of the Lord upon every life. As we rejoice in you today, as we worship you, Father, you've already blessed. We feel your presence even now. Father, at the beginning of the service, even until this moment, we feel your presence. Now, be with us and direct this service. Use us for your glory and lift us. And may we hear from heaven today. We need to hear your voice, oh God. We need to see you. Show yourself one more time. In the name of Jesus Christ. And we pray these prayers and ask these favors in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Would you fellowship if you choose to before we get started in the ministry of the Word. Amen. God bless you. Refresh your coffee at home. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad Jeff turns this off whenever I start walking around. Sometimes I forget it. And some of you remember me saying to you that it was on once upon a time when I was in here with the groom and the best man. And I don't know how they got me started and cranked up. And, and uh, I said something like, that wedding director don't know what she's doing. And it come out pretty good out here. I mean, it was clear and no static. <laughs> I don't even remember whose wedding it was now. <clears throat> but we need to be careful when who, who may be who may be listening. I meant to do this uh, before we prayed, but uh, real quickly, you know, on this piece of paper, and you have one at home, possibly. We can get you one if you don't. Of course, it was the 40-day fast that we're in, and, and we, there were things that were mentioned upon each day to, to pray for specifically, along with other stuff. Cornelius, Church of God, marriages, veterans, and military, local government. Now do it real quick. District churches, Western North Carolina Church of God, retired ministers, chaplains and missionaries and international church and then families students single people jobs senior citizens homeless police officers firefighters educators human trafficking victims state government judicial branch the legislative branch the executive branch COVID doctors and nurses EMTs, physical illness, natural disasters, pornography addictions, recreational drug addictions, alcoholism, gambling addictions, social media addictions, anxiety, anger, depression, eating disorders, suicide, all of those, fear, opioid crisis, all of those are still very good things to pray that God would help for those that are suffering in those areas or those that have family members that are suffering in those areas. One of the places where uh, in the second song we sang that we flash up on the board, um, there is none like you, there is none beside you, open up my eyes in wonder and each time we got to that part open up my eyes in wonder I thought about the phone number of God Jeremiah 333 call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not wonders I'll call me and I'll show you yeah. Woo, somebody jump over the church with the preacher, call me and I'll show you. Call me and I'll, believe it or not, if you'll call me, trust me, believe me. Amen. We often quote uh, the Psalm 1914 verse many times, and we recite it many times here in the service. And um, 
Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. But do you understand that, and I believe you do, that when you back up a few verses from that verse 14, uh, 6, 7, and 8, uh, 9, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments are, of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. So many wonderful wonderful words 2020 we just got a clear vision of what God wanted us to do didn't we we just could see clearly and the rain is gone I can see clearly now the rain is gone praise the Lord and it brought us into 2021 when it would be very good for everyone to win one. And that would be a great thing because it may be your best friend. And you'd say, well, wait a minute, my, my best friend, they, they seem to be a Christ-like, they seem to be good guys. That's why I power with them, they're good guys. My dad was a good guy for 51 years, but not a Christian. Great fellow, wonderful loved and he helped and he blessed people he did things for folks give you a thousand dollars before he take a dime but at age 51 he bowed a knee in the altar said God forgive me Thank you. Woo, hallelujah and is rejoicing today with the Lord and if possible I don't know how it works I do know how it's going to work in a little while rejoicing with mom and if if it is if it's possible but because they've both gone and our son Jesse is just blessing the Lord Ooh, I'm jumping over <laughs> oh hallelujah you can't sing at your mother's funeral it'd be too hard uh hate it with a passion that I didn't go ahead and do it anyway. So when my son passed, I'm going to sing whether you like it or not. Well, you won't be, you know, you may break. I'm going to sing. And I sang, I'll see you in the rapture. <laughs> Glory. We're going to meet in that rapture, aren't we? We're going to meet together those that know Jesus. Hallelujah. Super Bowl. Huh. Next Sunday. Yes, Jennifer's already announced that we are to get flowers, candy gift cards, cash to our sweetheart. 
Brother Sugar, you're looking forward to it, aren't you? Yeah, because <laughs> she's going to give it to her sweetheart. But you know what else happens next Sunday? The Super Bowl of Racing. Daytona 500 Super Bowl. It's amazing. They put the Super Bowl at the front. It is. It's the Super Bowl of racing, as it were. And uh, what number is that coming in first next week? 18, number 18. The Skittles car or M&M's car, whichever. Well, where's March Madness? And they're going to do a variation, I understand, of it this year. Preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying that society is geared for wonderful and large and exciting events. If it were allowed, how many people would be packed in Tampa Bay today? If it were allowed, 80,000? I don't know. Somebody that has the ability can find out how many thousand the place holds. The racetrack in Charlotte, well, it's in Concord, but they call it Charlotte. I don't know if they can seat 150,000 or 170, but there'll be two. If they were allowed, there'd be 200 or more, 200,000 people. It's an exciting event. It's happening. March Madness. They come from all over the U.S. to watch their boys win and go on and who's going to win the national men's championship for basketball. Spend tons of dollars excite tailgating having hot how many wings will be eaten today? One day. It is said that Super Bowl Sunday, there's more beer consumed than at any other day. Super Bowl Sunday. So with all of that and many other things, I don't even get into NHL, National Hockey League, the Stanley Cup, the Triple Crown, Preakness and uh, Belmont and and Kentucky Derby. I, I mean, I know about, but the thousands. Who? What was it? The man made a bet on Tampa Bay for three point four million. Oh, I hate it for him. 
because the Dolphins got it by three. So I thought maybe today we might entertain the greatest of all events. Jesus is coming. Jesus. Whoo! <laughs> Jump over the church with the preacher. Gee, now it's not drawing the attention that the Super Bowl does. It's not drawing the attention that March Madness does. Even Daytona probably has more interested at that, that day, at that moment, at that time, than those. And it seems like the greatest event of all that we're not very interested in it. But I'm going to tell you, Jesus is coming. And I want you to look with me in 1 Thessalonians. We're going to deal in Thessalonians a little bit, and then around about another few few other verses. But it says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 18, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, I have always used that thought and that phrase, Brother Mike, to be in step with the Scripture when I say Jesus is coming. And I will say it a few times in a day. But there's a little bit more that He's saying comfort one another. There's a verse in there earlier that talks about don't worry about those that are dead. These of this time and this day and this writing might have been, oh, well, oh, Lord Jesus is here and, and, we've, and then now He's gone and, and He's coming soon. And, and what about those that have died? Uncle Bob and, and Aunt Sally. And what about all those old Lord? Don't worry about it. Comfort one another with the words that He's going to bring them first. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is coming whether you buy a ticket or not. How many has ever been to the Super Bowl or to the granddaddy of racing or to March Madness? I haven't been to any of it. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind a bit going to any of it. I've never had dinner with the governor. Great events that others long for. But I want to tell you, Jesus is coming. Amen. And wherefore, comfort one another 
With the, oh, but it's getting to be a troubled time. There's difficulty on every side. It's, it's rough in society today. Uh, things are happening that we wouldn't imagine would have ever happened. Uh, it's just a sad day in some cases. Uh, oh, there's so much going wrong, uh, and there's so much sin. Uh, there's so much uh, drugs. Uh, there's so much sex. There's so much this, uh, and sin is abounding uh, everywhere. Uh, but Jesus is coming. So stay ready. Hallelujah. Stay ready. There were day many, many, many years ago, sadly, that the church of God, and I've been a part of that since I was seven years old. Before that, the Pentecostal holiness. But I, for, for all of that time, till from seven years old, and I'm over 50 today, I, uh, but but I've heard about Jesus coming. I, I've heard, had people say He was coming. Uh, but don't get discouraged. Uh, don't uh, be dismayed. Uh, it's about to take place. Uh, it's about to happen. Uh, the grandest event of all time uh, is about... You need to get a ticket. Uh, you need to get a train ticket uh, or a plane ticket. Uh, hallelujah. Those uh, that don't like airplane rides, uh, know this. Uh, if you're ready to meet Jesus Christ, uh, you cannot take an airplane ride, uh, but you're going to take a plane uh, Ride. For the Bible said we'll be called up together and meet him in the air without any airplane, without any helicopter, we're going to go. So it was in the church of God that we sadly were in a place of we're the only ones going to go. I, I, I think we leaned toward that. And we leaned that way because we felt like that others were so loose and compromising. <laughs> Be careful what you, how you point your finger at others. You may end up there one day. Oh, my church of God, did we hear that? Hallelujah. You may end up there one day. But can I tell you who's going to go in the rapture? Those that are ready. Can I tell you what denomination is going to make it when Jesus appears in the eastern sky? Those that are ready. Those that are ready. It doesn't matter if you're five feet tall, nine feet tall, or, or whatever. It doesn't matter if you're as good looking as Shane uh, or if you look like me. Uh, you, if you are ready, you're going to be able to go. $5. The ready people go in the rapture and people are scrambling. 22,000 people for the last few weeks have been scrambling to get a ticket to the Super Bowl because that's all they're going to allow. And they might not have gone and got that ticket, Brother Mike, uh, if they'd have known beforehand uh, that the CDC or the government or whoever is going to do this thing uh, won't even allow them to shout uh, and cheer for their team. Uh, you, uh, that's what he said. You're not going to be able 
to scream for you. Keep your mask on and bring something that you can applaud with and clap with or shake or a tambourine or something. It's not, praise God, don't tell the Church of God member, don't tell that Baptist brother that loves God that when you go to church you can't express yourself because when the glory comes down, oh that Presbyterian may raise their hand and they may glorify the Lord. I love you Jesus. There's worship goes on when we get in touch with heaven. Don't tell me I can't do that. <laughs> Those that are ready are going to make it. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Take comfort in these words that you can make it. You're dead before can make it. Adam was going to be there. Abraham's going to be there. Oh, I, hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 18, we read. Then look at 5 and 11. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even also do ye do. There's times you're going to have to comfort yourself. There's times you're going to, oh, praise God. Now, when I was looking at these verses of Scripture, I was thinking how wonderful it is uh, to, to be engulfed by, to be entrenched by, to be overwhelmed by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Yes, if you want to believe, and it is so true, uh, that at salvation there's a Holy Spirit of God that enters you and you have him in you. Uh, but there comes a time uh, that you're reaching out to be baptized uh, in the Holy Ghost, uh, and that's when He engulfs you. Uh, he don't just come in uh, with that salvation, uh, with that glory that comes in in the beginning uh, of salvation, but He engulfs you. Uh, what happens then, Brother Mike, uh, that Holy Ghost, uh, He comforts you, uh, and He watches out uh, around you at what's coming up, and He'll comfort you. Uh, or uh, the word comfort just come, gave me a brand new meaning when I read wherefore comfort one another with these words that there have been so many times that without God the Holy Ghost I would not have comfort without the Holy Ghost to undergird me and lift me up that I would have been without comfort and without His holy help but thank you God that I'm engulfed, uh, that I am filled with uh, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and we have to comfort ourselves uh, occasionally. Then verse 14 of the same chapter said, uh, Now we exhort, brethren, are we in chapter 5? Yes. And 14, now we exhort you, brethren. We ask you, we beg you, we exhort you, brethren. Warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. It's our job to win one. It's our job to comfort. It's our job to undergird. It's our job to exhort and to bless. Have you ever met that person or that five people or nine people in your life that were exhorters that would bless you? Sister Mary, she came for a while and she was an exhorter and very possibly she still is today an exhorter. A black lady there that, that, that over and 
over again. I, I would receive exhortation from that lady, uh, even notes and letters uh, that she would be building the, the pastor up. Uh, praise God. Exhort him out. And that's what we exhort one another. Lift one another up. Jesus is coming. Uh, comfort one another with these words. Uh, say them once in a while. Uh, he's coming back. Uh, he's ready to rapture his church. Uh, greater than the Super Bowl is about to take place. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. And comfort the feeble-minded. And there's a few of us around occasionally. How many of us have ever been feeble-minded? I don't know. You could probably be 34 years old and be feeble-minded sometimes. I don't know that for sure. It's been a while since I've been 34. And support the weak. Be patient toward all men. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Follow peace, peace, peace. Have that peace among yourselves and patience toward everybody. Boy, isn't that hard to do? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Luke 21 and 28 says, and when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, lift up your heads for your redemption to us. Now, what's happening? Well, the sun, there's signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and the earth, distresses of nations with perplexity in the sea and the waves roar, men's heart failing them for fear. Men's heart failing them for fear. Have we just gone through, I hope we're through, we may have some more of it, a time of fear. And yes, there's still probably some fear. And the Bible teaches us again and again. Don't you know that when God had this Bible written that he knew about COVID? Don't you know that he knew about cancer? Don't you know he knew about every situation that could ever take place? But over and over and over, and I could say it a hundred times, uh, he said, fear not, fear not. And God has not given you the spirit of fear. He didn't give it to us. Uh, it comes by the enemy to destroy our, our ourselves in Christ in the sense of bringing about doubt. Oh, I fear. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Don't worry about it. You believe in God, believe also in me, in my Father's house are many mansions. It is time for comfort, folks. It is time for us to understand that we're about to take a step from this life into the brand new life and the everlasting and the eternal life. Praise God! A step from here to there! We know that the dead in Christ shall rise first, but we which are alive and remain shall be called up to be with Him in the clouds of glory, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. He said it in that, let not your heart be troubled setting too. 
You believe in God, believe also in me, in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I'll come again. I'll receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you can be also. Where is heaven, somebody has asked over the years. There may have been debate, even arguments about where Jesus is and where heaven is. And I care not where our mansions are, if they're in the first heaven, second heaven, third heaven, ninth heaven, 27th heaven. I don't care. But Jesus said, when I prepare that place for you, I'll come again. I'll receive you into myself. That where I am, you can be there also. 27th heaven, third heaven, wherever I am. Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. There you can be also. Hebrews 12 and 12. Wherefore lift up your hands which hang down and the feeble knees. Oh Lord, have we been too long? Not only Church of God, not only Pentecostals, uh, but has not the Church of the Living God of every denomination uh, throughout this time? Uh, uh, haven't we for too long uh, our hands are hanging down uh, and now he's saying lift up your hands uh, and Paul said it this way uh, I would that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands uh, without wrath uh, and without doubting uh, it's going to happen Jesus is coming uh, maybe the Lord would have Larry Joyner uh, maybe the Lord would have the church uh, of the living God whether it's been located uh, in this block building or that brick building or in that Baptist church or in that Presbyterian church that God would have everybody that loves Him and loves His appearing to raise holy hands. Those hands that hang, oh let's lift them up. Let's rejoice in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's going to happen. Greater than the Super Bowl. Woo! Nineteen seventy one. Sister Shuggy, you know, sometimes she needs to know when to say amen. Showing your age. You know, sometimes I don't like what people say. Nineteen seventy one. Dolphins won the Super Bowl. Nineteen seventy two. They won every game, including the Super Bowl. They won it with a no-name defense. Nick Bonacani. I don't know any of the other names at the, right at the moment, but, but then they, uh, we, we mentioned Mercury Mars, Jim Kick, Bob Greasy, and then I, Larry Zaka. You know what impresses me about him? If you give me, indulge me just a minute. Larry Zonka. <laughs> I think he's the only, the only offensive player that was flagged for roughing the defense. <laughs> for roughing the defense. 
a, a, a running back that he would plow through uh, and he would do it with such force uh, that he would rough up some of the fellows. Uh, and, 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 but guess what he did? Here's what was his trademark as I saw it. Because every time after he would be tackled, he would get up so slow. Like, oh, that's the last breath that I've got. I can't take another step. And then when he gets back to the huddle, give me the ball! Give me the ball! And run again and knock a few of them down again while he plowed on through. And I'd heard, I don't know this firsthand, but I'd heard that the play come in for Greasium, whomever, I don't remember the quarterback at that time, if it was Greasy. And, and, and so the call had been made on the sideline and it was going to be a, 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 a throwing play. It was going to be a passing play. And Larry Zonka looked at the quarterback Give me the ball. Praise God. And he got the ball and he plowed through some more. Praise God. That's the saint of God. That's the man of God that loves the Lord with all of his heart. That's the man that, that is looking for an ended goal. I, I want to make it. I, I want to win this championship. I, I want to... Praise God, every saint of the Lord uh, needs to understand. We started this race to finish this race uh, over on the other side to meet the Lord God of glory. And so we shall and comfort one another with those words. Comfort one another with those words. Uh, you can make it. Uh, you can make it. Uh, you can make it. Uh, we had a preacher in this church uh, not so long ago uh, said, fake it till you make it. I don't know why that preacher would say that, but isn't it good? Isaiah 40 and 1 and 2. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished and that her iniquity is pardoned for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all of her. Wow. You think you've got it rough. I think I've had some hard time. Boy, I've walked through some miry stuff. They are paying for double sin. The, Pray for them. Comfort them. When you talk about Jerusalem, do it comfortably. Oh, praise God. And even today, the writer is encouraging us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. Pray for the peace. They're God's chosen people. They're God's people. It doesn't matter what you say about them, and it doesn't matter what comes up or down. What country says down with Jerusalem and Israel kill them all it doesn't matter these are God's people and God's hand is upon them and I want to tell you I'd rather have God's hand about my being and where I am than to have all the money and all the comfort and all the blessing in all the world because when God is looking after you you Hallelujah. You're going to make it. Yes, it's been tough. Yes, it's been rough. It may have been miry. It may, you may have had to pay for a double sin or so. But you're going to make it. We're going to make it home. 
We're going to see the Lord. <laughs> and not long, not long from now, before I get to the next part or some of the next part, I remember one of my pastors, and some of you know him, Ken Boyd, said, I'd just soon be dead when Jesus comes. Why? Because the Bible said the dead in Christ shall rise first. He said, I don't mind being in the first load. Hallelujah. 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 But comfort ye, comfort ye, comfort ye, Jerusalem. 1 Corinthians 1 and 4. Who comforteth us in all our tribulation. You've gone through some rough places. You look like you're not going to make it. There's comfort. That we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. Please hear what the verse is saying. Everyone win one. What did he say here, verse 4? 1 Corinthians 1. Who comforteth us. Jesus Christ, God the Father, the mercies of the Father. God is our comfort. And who comforteth us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. Amen. Those that have already been through trouble and have had comfort. Now let us comfort those <laughs> that are coming along. Oh, hallelujah. I hope we don't get an attitude sometimes, and I think I've seen this. I think I've seen it happen. I don't believe it happens as much today as I have seen it in many years past that when people would get together, if, they would, if one would start complaining, it would help the other one to complain a little bit too. Whereas that in a little bit, my strain and my struggle and my difficulty were worse than yours. <laughs> well, I had pain all down my arm. Well, mine went all down my leg. And I, 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 I please, I'm, I'm not... I'm not making fun of pain. I'm just saying that just be careful that when we're expressing it that we, we don't get glory out of how bad it's been because there's comfort in it all. There's comfort for it. You've, got, you've been there and you've been blessed and comforted of the Lord. So now that gives you the ability. That gives you the know-how. That gives you the gumption to help those that are in trouble. Because there are going to be some more in trouble. You're going to see some of them. And you may have an opportunity to help them. In fact, if you don't have the opportunity, make that opportunity that you might be able to comfort them. Wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. God comforts you. God blesses you. God, God reminds you that Jesus is coming up. Let's do that to somebody else. Let's encourage somebody else. Everyone win one. Everybody touch somebody's life. Everybody encourage somebody. Would you do it? Amen. And amen. Four and one. We started off in four, verse 18. Look at one and verse 10. Verse 1, Furthermore, when we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. Hallelujah. I remember when it was really popular 
that we testified, I love him more today than ever before. <laughs> Hallelujah! Wouldn't it be good? And I don't understand why the man, it's always the man buys the candy and the Valentine's for the woman, you know, be mine. And, 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 but at Valentine's Day, when we think about sweetheart as being of the female persuasion, why, why in the female persuasion, you're my Valentine? Oh, my. But wouldn't it be good if those men would be able to give that Valentine or that flower and say, boy, I'm more madly in love with you today than I was many, many years ago. How it should be with me and with you when it comes to Jesus Christ. That he was good to me. Now, I remember that night on a Wednesday night in February, cold. <laughs> I was 15 years old. Brother Mike, did he, what a wonderful thing that the love of God came down that the blood of Jesus covered my sin, wiped them away, abolished my sin, and made me whole. What a wonderful time! And I wanted to tell everybody. I wanted everybody to know. I'd shout it from the, from the rooftop. I, I would tell all. And today it gets a little bit lean, occasionally. Is it because we're tired? Is it because we're busy? Is because we don't love the Lord as much today. But isn't it, wouldn't it be wonderful if we would get excited all over again? Jesus is coming after me. He's coming again. Then that First Thessalonians 3 and 12 says this. And the Lord make you to increase and abound. We're getting more in love with Him. In love one toward another, your love toward each other is better and greater toward all men, even as we do toward you. We're just falling in love over and over and over again. It's getting sweeter as the days go by. We're getting closer to the coming of the Lord. It should be more exciting. It should be more exciting. It should be more exciting. Amen. And amen. Now we're in chapter 4. Let's look of First Thessalonians. Let's let's start and read a few verses, verse thirteen, beginning there. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not. There must have been some sorrow. There must have been some thought about, oh, what about these, though, that we, we talk about Jesus coming. We talk about a catching away of the saints. Uh, what about those that have died? He said, no, sorry over that. Don't worry about that, even as others which have no hope. You know who was sorry and who felt like there was no hope for those that had died? I'll help you. You know, there were two groups of people along this time. They were Pharisees, which felt like I'm better than everybody else. And I prayed twice a day, 17 times a day. I, I fast twice a week. And I do. They were, they were always uh, uh, acknowledging and telling people how wonderful they were and how great they were. They were Pharisees. Well, the other group were Sadducees. And you know why they called them Sadducees? Because they didn't believe in the resurrection. And when you don't believe in the resurrection, that makes you sad, you see. 
that boy, don't it make you sad? They were sad, you see. And so you could, they didn't believe there was a resurrection. They did not believe there was a, but, but here the writer is saying, don't worry about it. They're going to be okay. Why? Because you know who the resurrection is? As he talked to Mary and he talked to Martha, our brother is dead. Oh, what are we going to do? He's going to live again. Oh, yes, Lord, we know he's going to live again in the resurrection. And Jesus stood broad shoulder and said, I am the resurrection. <laughs> how can that, how those that are dead, don't sorry over them, don't worry about them, because the resurrection is going to take, whoo, the resurrection is going to take care of them. I praise God and those that are alive and remain, I, the life is going to take care of them because he said, you'll never die. Amen. We're going to rapture you. You're going to be home free. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Brother Mike, who are they? Sister Barnhill. Barnhart. Sister Ushery. Sister Alma Moore. I see Alma Moore and Barnhart. I didn't never, I never knew them, but I knew Sister uh, Ushery and, and and Brother uh, Brother Alton, and and whew, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm about ready to jump over the church. I, and and Brother Vernon Nance, Brother Overcast sat I believe right where Dean or was in the seat just above Dean there Brother Overcash and how many others Sister uh, here and, 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 and Sister Alton's mother and, and uh, the past while we were here many others that, that sat in these pews or in the pews over there that the Lord is going to bring with him <laughs> don't sorry over them they're going to be raised first. Hallelujah. And he said the Lord is going to bring them with him. <laughs> the greatest event that's ever happening is the rapture of the church. The second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Greater than the granddaddy of racing greater than March Madness, greater than the Super Bowl, greater than the Olympics, greater than the Stanley Cup. Turn me down, Jennifer. Hallelujah! Praise you. I'm looking forward to that, aren't you? And I want to comfort you this morning. We're about ready to go. Amen. Gravity is just about to turn loose of each of us. And we're going to rise to meet the Lord in the air. We all probably got ideas. Brother Voris, Brother Mike, one of your favorites, Dr. George Voris. Testified that he had a vision of the rapture taking place, and it was at a meeting somewhat similar to the General Assembly 
where there were hundreds and thousands of people. And he said, I had the vision where that, oh, there was some rising, some rising, some over there, and some over there, and, and then all around. And then said in a little bit, he started rising. Amen. You missed a good hallelujah there, didn't you? If you did. Glory, glory. And that he started rising. And that's going to happen one day. Glory. We might be in a church service. I don't know which one would start rising first. Praise God. If it's Sister Dean starts moving up, Brother Mike wakes up. Oh, I'm sorry, Brother Mike. Listen, please, you'll, you'll forgive me, won't you? Amen. That man works at night, and he worked last night, and, and comes in. It's hard for him to stay awake. I, I can sing him to sleep, praise God, preaching to sleep, but he's been very good. So uh, maybe she rises first, then another over here, then another one back here, and, and then another one. Praise God. And after a while, the saints are begin to rise, and we're taking part in the greatest event that man will ever know. And the newspapers will read, uh, if it happens on a Sunday morning, uh, the newspapers will read in the late edition uh, on Sunday afternoon, uh, thousands are missing. Uh, where are they? Uh, and then Monday morning again, uh, uh, the, the, the news, uh, in the news and observer, well, that's in Raleigh, isn't it? Uh, the Charlotte Observer. It comes out and it, it's thrown in people's yard uh, and they open it. Thousands are missing. Uh, don't know where they are. I know where they are. They've gone to heaven with the Lord Jesus Christ. They're in glory. They're ready to be judged uh, to see, enter into the joys of the Lord. Uh, prepared for you uh, since the foundation of, of this world. I'm looking forward to it. Amen. Now somebody help me. When it gets 11 o'clock, let me know so I can hurry. The day of the Lord. 13, 14, we read 15 says... For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel. I'll let Jennifer go over that one day because there's a lot in there. Left with a shout. Uh, he's coming back with a shout. It was 111 of, of Acts, wasn't it? 111. Ye men of Galilee, why stand you here gazing up, up into heaven? This same Jesus uh, that you have seen go away shall so come in like manner. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. Hallelujah. He himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be mom I'm coming dad I'm coming Jesse I'll be there in a little while all the others I'll be there soon Hallelujah. I, when I think about those that are coming with Jesus, I, that he'll bring back, well, I think about Isaac Hinton. 
praise God. I like a lot of preachers. I'm one myself. And how beautiful are the feet of those that carry the gospel. Woo! You want to see? He didn't mean that. He meant that because you're preaching the gospel, how beautiful are the feet, how wonderful it is that you do. Isaac Hinton. No, you, you wouldn't know him. You'd have no way of knowing him. Isaac Hinton. Brother Mike, I don't know how it is with you, but with me and Sister Dean, when we think about ham biscuits, you can almost see trickling down the side. When Brother Isaac Hinton would preach the Word of God, it was just about that good. An old brother, old-timey preacher so many years ago that loved God and loved His appearing, and he could preach everybody up to the point that what that saliva might be just running down because it was like uh, he was telling you about heaven. Uh, he was telling you about Jesus coming. He was telling you about Jesus Christ uh, and how wonderful he is the saved man uh, from their sin. He was telling you uh, about good news of Jesus Christ, God the Father and God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Uh, but whenever he got through, uh, it was like you were salivating. Is that what it's uh, salivating? And it was running down. Oh, pray like a man eating a ham biscuit. Uh, Pray, oh goodness, is there anything any better than a good thick slab of ham uh, unless it would be a good thick slab uh, of liver, mush, and onion? Uh, praise God, uh, make your mouth water. Jesus is coming. And that's what I wanted to happen to us even this morning. Uh, oh, I'm getting ready. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, oh, I, who wins? We do. Who takes the prize? We do. How, praise God. It doesn't matter what Congress says. It doesn't matter what this one says. It doesn't matter what that one says. It doesn't matter what she says. But it matters what God said. And he said, I got a place for you. I'm coming for you. I'm going to take you back. That where I... And Brother Mike, can I tell you, you don't have to have GPS there. You don't have to have ESPN there. You just think about it. Just the thought process. If I want to go over to see Sister Rhonda, I think about it. Bam. Oh, hallelujah. If I want to go see Brother Mike Hager, I just want to see, bam, there I am. There's going to be a lot of folks over there. You understand that. And so, like Jesus today, He's everywhere, of course, but just a thought process. Just, <laughs> how did the man of God get from here, baptizing somebody in a little creek, and he's 50 miles away? God did something wonderful, didn't he? It's about to take place. Hey, Dean, hold on. Don't give it up. Don't, don't turn aside. I, and I don't mean Dean or Fred or Sam any more than I do Jackie or Bobby or Lucille. Sometimes we get weary in well-doing. But don't get weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. It's going to be a reaping day one 
Glory! Amen and amen. 5 and 2 of 1 Thessalonians, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Never heard it like this. We used to have fellowship meetings. Churches on the district would have fellowship meetings. I don't mean just the ones that were recent, well, maybe three or four years ago, here on our district. I mean, when I grew up, fellowship meetings, you didn't want to miss a one of them. Fellowship meetings. And we had people, we, we had a youth director for the district. We had an evangelism director for the district. And, and, and so the youth director is preaching one of these services. He said something, Tony, that one night I remember vividly to this day. He said, how many raise your hand? How many? Raise your hand now. You believe Jesus is coming right now. Well, you know, you're, you're sort of caught off guard. You're wondering what, I don't know, you know, but uh, what is this a trick question? And, and, you know, that kind of stuff. But do you understand that it's coming in such an hour as you think not? How many think he's coming right now? He's coming in such an hour as you think not. How many of us, before I even spoke of that, was thinking about Jesus was coming? This not verse 2 there, he said, For he's coming as a thief in the night. Know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. You do not know when the thief is coming. If you did, you'd wake, uh, stay awake and wait for him to come in with a ball bat to knock his noggin. Amen, wouldn't you do it? Praise the Lord. How many would not knock his noggin? Huh? Pray. How many think Jesus? And so not many hands were raised because, well, a few did think it was a trick question. But he nailed it. He's coming back in such an hour as you think not. For in the days of Noah and the ark, they were marrying, giving in marriage. Let me go a little further more than the Scripture does. They were partying, enjoying themselves, having a good time, too busy, too much to do to go to church, too much to do to fast, too much to do, oh, just so busy and so occupied, and so into this and so into that, and so social media, I guess we could say today. I have no idea what it is. I don't know. I wouldn't know. If it fell on me, I wouldn't know it, Lisa. I have no idea. But I've heard that there's some trouble in it once in a while. Amen? And I have heard people talk sort of loosely like this, that Lucille will say, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. Well, why do I need to know you're going to the toilet? And then I'll be right back and we'll talk some more. Too much stuff going to... Met somebody on the Internet. Met somebody on the YouTube or, or the Facebook or... I met somebody, yes, sir, if you're not careful, you're going to meet some trouble. Yeah, we're too busy. Don't even think about the coming of the Lord, but it's about to take place. 
It's about to happen. Now, we understand this. We know this, uh, that the second Sunday of February normally is a Super Bowl. We don't know. He said, no man knows the day nor the hour, but he's coming as a thief. But then he said, it, it, uh, verse 1, back up to verse 1, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write to you because you're ready. You're looking for it. You're ready. You, you, you stay ready. You know, how, you, you, you know how to be ready at the right time. Be ready all the time. And then, whew, praise God. 416, for the Lord Himself. It's the Lord. It's the day of the Lord. It's the day of of the Lord. First Corinthians 15 and 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. You know how fast it is of the twinkling of an eye? Do you know how fast that is? The twinkling of an eye is this quickly. Close your eyes and it's open them and as soon as that light sparkles on that pupil that's the twinkling of an eye in a moment in the twinkling of an eye you're still in 1 Corinthians 50, 15 and 52 in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed no, flesh and blood is not going to hurt the earth. <laughs> and hurt the earth. And hurt heaven. Flesh and blood is not going. But it's, we're changed. I, don't, I never thought about it until right now, Brother Sugar. Whenever I'm changed, I, I won't be quite as feeble-minded as I am sometimes now. But don't some of you laugh. Some of you can't remember when you're opening the refrigerator door, did I, am I putting something in or taking something out? You know, I, is there two or three like that? And, and, but praise God, Brother Mike, whenever, whenever that change takes place, I am a cha I, I take on a body like the Lord. I don't know when He's coming, don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that when I see Him, I shall be like Him. As he is, I'll have whew, the physical body. That psyche gives way to the spiritual. Glory, somebody shout hallelujah. Glory. Second Timothy 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. But watch thou in all things in your affliction, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Paul said, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Verse 8 comes next. But notice, can you see that Paul was a golfer. Can you see it in the Scripture? He said, I have finished my course. 
I'm down to the end of this thing. I'm at the last hole. I'm at the 18th green. And this is the end of everything for me. I'm ready to be offered. Hallelujah! I've done what's right. I've kept the faith. I've <laughs> and I'm going home to be with Him. Verse 8 says this. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto Mike Hager, but unto Mike Garris, but unto Kay Joyner, but unto... Jennifer, I started to call her one of her nicknames, but she wouldn't want me to do that. One of, I'll tell you one of uh, uh, Tim's nicknames, Scrub. <laughs> and he shall give to me, not me only, but unto Scrub. Scrub's, <laughs> Scrub Joiner, he's going to get that. That wasn't so a few years ago. It was not so, but now Scrub Joiner can get his crown of righteousness, uh, which is for you and you. It's about to take place, folks. It's about to happen. Turn over to Titus 2, 11. 2.11, it says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that nigh and ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of, of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak uh, and exhort uh, and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise you. Uh, folks, Jesus is coming. Boy, I've got some more verses here, but Brother Mike, you talk me into it. I'm just going to leave them alone. We've got enough to know that we need to get ready, and we've got enough to know that we need to stay ready because it can happen at any moment. Praise be the Lord of glory. It can happen at any moment. Boy, see, Brother Hager, you shouldn't have shook your head like that. I'll just give them to you. Isaiah 64 and 4, if you want to write it down. It's a similar scripture to 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. Both of those scriptures say something like this. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what the Lord hath laid up for you, and for you and and for me. Unspeakable things. Paul said, I can't even utter it. But there's coming a day. Oh, that what I've gone through in this present world, my afflictions, 
My struggles are nothing to be compared. Oh, Lord, I wanted to pull another Ric Flair right there, but some of you may have ear trouble. I don't know. Praise God. The shouting is about to begin even greater than it's ever been. Because I believe when we get to heaven, we're going to shout. I believe we're going to say, well, Jesus is going up with a shout and with the voice of the archangel, the trump of God just saying. You know, the trumpet in the old, in the old Bible in particular was a call to get ready. Either you're about to enter the war, you're about to, something's about to happen. Just blow the trumpet, blow that ram's horn. Sound the alarm! And let everyone win one and let everyone sound the alarm. Brother Dean, tell me that you're going to tell somebody that Jesus is coming. And you know, that don't take much. I mean, you can say that when you're talking about the weather. When somebody says to you tomorrow, and somebody very possibly will, say, do you know what? It sure has been cold. Oh, wasn't that snow wonderful? Yeah, that was great. I wished it to snow knee-high to a grasshopper sitting on a light pole. But that's not the greatest thing. Can I tell you the greatest thing? Jesus is coming. Greater than the Super Bowl. Greater than Daytona. Greater than Carolina winning March Madness. Oh, not this year? Have you ever seen a year, how many years, 60 years, that Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, Carolina are not any of them in the top 20? Neither one of them. Boy, that's sad. But greater than all of that, greater than number 18 taking the race next week, is Jesus. Nothing like that event. Tony, let's be ready. Oh, we're ready? Let's stay ready. Praise God. You're ready? Let's stay ready. And while we are keeping ourselves unspotted from the world, as he talks to us about that pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father, as we visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction, let us keep ourselves unspotted from the world, but let us win one. Let us win one. And comfort one another with these words. Jesus. Is Father, thank you. Thank you for the greatest event that you have planned for all of the world. For all of the world. <laughs> and those that are ready will go. Those that are ready, gravity We'll just turn loose and we'll soar on that plane air ride to glory to be with you. That wherever you are, there we may be also. Help us to encourage somebody else to be there. Help us to win one for this great event, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask these favors in Jesus' name. Keep us.
Go with us. Love us. As we love you. Guide us. Teach us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Yes, there's a scripture in the word that said every eye shall see him. Not at the first phase of his second coming. That first phase brings back the dead saints, raptures the living saints. The second phase, Revelation talked about a white horse. King of kings. Lord of lords. Sword in his mouth. Rule with a rod of iron. And every eye. God bless you. Hey, soup or bowl. Whatever soup is there, eat it up. There's crackers and peanut butter. What is better with soup than a big old tablespoonful on one cracker or another and soup? What's better? God bless you. We love you. Let's go to heaven together. Oh, see.